0: Hello folks, welcome to the broadcast. I want to welcome you all tonight to the special edition of Revival Now with John Saxbury. Um, I want to go, this is a tribute to a man who deserves all the accolades, but yet gives them all to Christ, who gave them all to Christ this morning. I'm talking about Dr. Reinhard Blunke. He went home to be with the Lord at the graceful age of 79 years old. He paved the way for so many of us in this field of ministry. The one who really set the pace for soul winning. I mean, he, he, he plowed his own row. I mean, he had soul winning. He had healing signs, wonders, and miracles happen in his meetings. He had so much happening. Um... One of the things that I found was phenomenal. Was was great. The one that really made my hair stand up on end once was when a witch actually came up to, actually came up to him, started to cast a spell on him. He raised his hands up and goes Hallelujah, Hallelujah. When he raised his hands up and said Hallelujah, the the witch actually fell. The lady actually fell over dead. And, and I mean, I don't know if he ever prayed her back to life or not, or, but. But that kind of you know that kind of scare shakes the fear of God in you. You know you don't play with men of God. You don't go threaten men of God like that. Especially the the, the one drop uh, one drop of the blood of Jesus is enough to cripple the enemy for all, for an eternity. I mean you, you're not gonna you're not gonna win. <clears throat> I mean that's a stupid move on your best day is to challenge God. Anyway, we'll get on with the message. I want to talk to you about the importance of soul winning. I've got five things here, and I'm not going to keep you long. I promise not to keep you long. Sorry, I'm battling with a little bit of something in my chest. My daughter, be praying for her. She's battling pneumonia. Proverbs 11, chapter 29. He that troubled his own house, troubleth his own house, inherit the wind, the fool and the fool shall be the servant to the wise of heart. For the fruit, from verse 30, for the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. I want to go on to you and to talk to you about soul winning, the importance of soul winning. And you can write these comments down in the, write this down in the comment section and share it on your page so you can have it as notes. Um, I want to start out with number one. These are five things that I'm going to go over with. One, God loves all people. John three sixteen for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that those who shall believe in him shall not perish but shall have eternal life. Jesus was sitting there on the cross, and and there was the there was the thief on the cross to the to the left and to the right, and he told looked and the thief on mocked that and mocked him and was mocking Jesus. And the other one was saying, "Lord, Lord, remember me in your kingdom." And the Lord turned around and says, "This." And Jesus looked at him and said, "This day you, sh- you shall enter. You shall enter in with me into paradise." Means those. I mean, basically, the Bible in, in Acts chapter two, it says, "Those who call upon the Lord shall be saved." We need There is coming a a whole wave of soul winning coming to america i'm talking about in mass crusades i mean there was, there's been movements around here these discipleship movements in the past all oh, we the, the days of the crusades are over uh we just need to do it with discipleship and do it one on one on one and then the one on one will become two on two and the two on two will become four on four six on six and and next thing you know the world that's gonna you take on the entire world i'm thinking how stupid can you be that is stupid. The day is long. It's called late. It's called lazy Christian syndrome. LCS, lazy Christian syndrome. I mean, we we we're, we're called to win souls. First thing, first thing in Luke chapter four, what Jesus was called to do. You go with me in Luke chapter four. I mean, you've got to you've got to understand that this the, the religion the religion's one thing to do is to throw you off course with some bogus hocus pocus remedy to something that's not even a cure. You're you're, you're putting a band on a on a battle wound. For the spirit of the Lord is upon me, for He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, to preach deliverance to the captives. It means you, means you go out there and you get out and you, you set up in there and you tell them that there that there's a price to pay for dying with heavenly, dying into eternity without Jesus Christ. That they don't have to pay that price. That they don't have to go to a devil's hell. That they don't have to be lost in, for all eternity. Hell's not a party. Hell's, hell's a place where people are burning and they can't quench the fire. They're dumping water on themselves and it's not even quenching the fire. Which leads me to point number two. Hell wasn't meant for man. Hell wasn't... Hell was only set up... The Bible says that the, the hell was only meant for the Satan and his angels. Satan and the angels that fell from heaven. Jesus said, "I was there when I saw Lucifer struck, from, fall to the earth like lightning. He took a third of his angels with him for, for for being deceived by him, for wanting to join with him. I mean, how stupid can you be to win, to lose, the get fired from the head worship leader of heaven and all of heaven?" You have a heavenly host of uncountless angels singing in a choir, nonstop, twenty-four-seven. I mean, there's really no time in heaven, so you can't even say that. It's just an ongoing thing, an eternal thing, and you get fired from it. I mean, that's just that's ignorance before daylight. That shows the brightness of the devil. One, Satan's isn't is not an omnipresent being. He's an only in one place at one time. He don't know what you think. He, what you think he knows. He wants you to think that. He wants you to put that thought in your head. God is an God is an omnipresent being. <clears throat> Jesus is an omnipresent. That's why his Holy Spirit's in the earth. They're not a third they're not a, they're not a part of the Godhead. They're not a part of each other. They're they're the fullness of each other. The Holy Spirit is the fullness of Godhead. The Holy Spirit is the fullness of Jesus. The Holy Jesus is the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the fullness of the Father. The Father is the fullness of the Son. The Father is the fullness of the Holy Spirit. And the Father is the fullness of himself. He doesn't need anybody else. He has he he is God and God alone. <clears throat> he doesn't need people think that. People have this mentality that the devil knows everything. He doesn't. Religion has placed that mentality in people for so many decades that there's a devil under every bush, that everything's a a curse of this and a curse of that, a spirit of this and a spirit of that. The devil's devil's been rendered powerless. He was defeated 2,000 years ago on the cross. Number three, Jesus paid... For all sins at the cross, Jesus paid. Write that down. Jesus paid for all sins at the cross. Jesus came up when Jesus was on the cross. He said this to tell us, "Die or paid in full, or it is finished." In one translation, it means it's done. It's done. The work of the cross has been done. the the blood The blood of an innocent, spotless lamb has been shed for the remission of sin of all mankind. You got it, but you got you got to get people, some people. People have un, got to understand religion. Religion is something that masks itself up to look like God, but it's not. It's Satan comes as an angel of light. It's basically that Satan coming as an angel of light to deceive you into thinking, you know, oh, that this, this is, that, that it, it's not like that. Jesus died. When Jesus died, it was finished. It is finished. He didn't say it is, it is ongoing until you complete Eighteen glasses of healing rivers or cleansing streams are um, forgiven and uh, and done and forgiven and free and forgiven in that. And it's not. It's not. Jesus paid for the paid for it all. It is finished. It's done. And, they, and Jesus didn't tell them you had to go and teach them about the generational curses they have. He was. He broke the curse. The curse of sin was broken at the cross. He came to destroy the the curse, actually. To preach the acceptable year. He said, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He said, that's when the Lord paid it off. It was paid for. It it is done. There's no generational curse in your life. Once you become a born again, the the blood of Jesus became the remission of all sins. He he means he canceled it out. He, he, He took it away. He washed it away. It's no longer... Religion people say, Oh, you just need to get it under the blood. It's just, it's just get this thing under the blood. This is under the blood. This is under the blood. It's covered, but it's still under there and it's still existent. That thing's still existence. This is when you take it and get it under the blood and it's gone for good. It's gone for an eternity. But, but it, it's. I mean, for for whatever reason they had to to it was through traditions of men that they taught, well it oh, just getting underneath the blood I mean it just I don't I don't I know I don't get it myself, but we're under the remission of sin. It means it's gone. That sin is gone. The Bible says he's cast our sins as far as the east is to the west into the sea of, of forgetfulness. It means it's forgotten, it's no more. Four, Jesus' blood was the remission of sin, which I just went over. I mean, we've we've got we we've, we've, we've got to come into that mentality, into that place where we understand where our forgiveness is, and who who our propitiation of all sin is done is through it's through the it's through the the uh, the blood sacrifice of Jesus that was done on the cross. It was done on the cross. It was already done. It is finished. When Jesus said it was finished, it doesn't like I said, it doesn't mean it's ongoing. It's done. That that sin is no longer. Those sins are no longer. Number five. And this is the this is the biggest one. We need to win as many souls as, as possible. We need to win as many people as possible. Like I said, there was that whole deal with the discipleship movement, and they like two makes you can you can go out with two, you'll win two over, and then that two will turn into four, and that four will turn into eight, that eight will turn into sixteen. Next thing you know, you've won the whole world over. I'm thinking that is the most dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, you go do that crap now, people will look at you like you're two heads. You you disciple people who are. Who are already born again. Not people who are lost. I dare you to go to a, go to a biker rally. Where a bunch of hardcore bikers here and tell them you're here to disciple them. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna rip you in two. Versus coming in there and tell them, look, I come I, I come like you are. I come in a mess, I come in a wreck but i come in here to deliver that there's hope for y'all but my my mentor jack harris he is a he is the prime soul winner that i know i don't i've never seen anybody like him he reminds me so much of brother bonky it, it, it's beyond pastor jack harris it is he there's no cultural boundary no ethical boundary no language boundary no territory that he can't cross over into and can't there that he can't break down there's no excuses when it comes to that man he eliminates all the excuses he's he's like brother bonky he, he there's no excuses he comes to eliminate the excuses and tear down the boundaries and, 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 and when, when, when he's won masses and groves over to the Lord. But don't walk around, he doesn't walk around flaunting himself. Neither does Brother Bonky. I mean, I mean, I said, that you can sit down, I sat down, I, I ate dinner with him several times. He sat in my own living room. Before he'll he'll, he'll, he'll go to any he'll when you if you, if if you call he'll come running. And he doesn't give you he he doesn't come a, ten, a penny short he doesn't short himself a penny. I mean the the. the Brother Bonkey, they they said he's won over seventy eight million eight hundred seven hundred and forty thousand souls to the Lord. That's phenomenal. We need preachers like that. Imagine if every preacher would become a mass soul winner like Brother Bonkey. Every preacher in the United States. I mean, pastors... You name it; they all became soul winners. Imagine if they went out and did mass, each did mass crus. Uh, each of us went out and did mass crusades, which we are going to be doing. There's gonna be there's gonna be open air crusades coming. It's not gonna just be me hiding in some studio. You're gonna see me in neighborhoods, winning people, bringing people into Jesus, into parks, and and going into communities, and the highways, and the byways soon. This is not just. My soul ministry. gonna you know, be. This is my Jerusalem. That's gonna be my Judea, Judea, the uttermost part to the earth. Samaria and uttermost parts of the earth. Like with, in Ex chapter one. I'm going to. This is. There's gonna. There's more people. that's gonna. It's gonna happen. God has. God has spoke to me pro, uh, profoundly. I've heard it clearly. And he's giving me the instructions on what to do and how to do it. Yes, they and yes, they're going to be telecasted. These these will be telecasted. I mean, we've we've got we've got to understand something. People are dying. This we we're, we're at the last hour. Post. I don't know if you've ever seen the news lately. Have you seen the news lately? It's it I mean we've got Bible prophecy unfolding before our eyes. We don't have long. We're at the midnight hour. We're at the midnight hour. We don't have we we're at the stroke of midnight. It's time to run like never before. Number five, we need to win as many souls as possible. Write that down. And this is gonna be our final this might be my final thought on this. Then I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna ask and I wanna do this. I want to give an invitation for those who have not seen heard that have not heard the gospel and have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I wanna ask you right now, if you're living if you're living your life without God, and you've never known God, you were or you've been raised in church and you've heard of God and you've kind of fallen away. Or you just wanna or you just wanna be included in this prayer. I wanna say this I wanna give everybody the, the the invitation to give their lives to Jesus Christ right here tonight. During this broadcasting and then I'm gonna leave this on this broadcast is gonna stay on. It's gonna be over on Facebook watch. And it's gonna be by a podcast too. I'm gonna to put this on the podcast. I want to ask you right now. You're not. If you need Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it's time to say this prayer now. You don't want to go to sleep tonight and wake up and wake up in, in, in eternal the devil's hell. Today's today and right now is the out is the hour of salvation. Say this prayer with me, dear Father God. I come to you in the name of your Son Jesus. To be born again and born again, and to be washed in your blood. Lord Jesus, I I I am sorry. I I offended you. I am sorry. I sinned against you. Lord Jesus, I don't want to spend another moment without you. So please come into my life. Correct all the wrongs and make them all right father God thank you for your Holy Spirit wash me use me baptize me in your Holy Spirit thank you thank you for your blood that's what I was trying to say thank you for your blood wash me baptize me in your Holy Spirit Transform my life. Renew my mind. Take out the stony heart and put in a heart of flesh. And let me never be the same ever again in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. If you said that prayer, please contact our ministry at 636-368-6490 or email me, revivalistjfs3 at gmail.com. This is a production of Revival Now, International Media Ministries. God bless you and have a great night.